Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights recap episode for episodes 199 through 218. So we're up into the 200s now. First, thanks sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggington Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So uh, starting out, episode 199 was about uh, the Minnesota Twins, also, I guess, Washington Senators, uh, the original Senators, but uh, with Stefan, Stefan Loeffler, and Stefan does uh, about the cards, a lot of fun, wanted to do it in person, wanted him to come over because he doesn't live that far away, but uh, we're sheltering in place. So uh, otherwise, we could have uh, looked at some more of each other's uh, cards and collections, but uh, one thing that impressed me about Stefan is it, it's, it kind of depends on how you define. I mean, if he were to limit his twins collecting or his uh, Minnesota franchise collecting, uh, in certain ways, it would uh, make the task uh, harder or easier. In his case, going back to the pre, what is it, pre-61 uh, twins, which would have been the Senators franchise, 59, 60, somewhere in there, uh, he's opened up a whole bunch more uh, <laughs> collecting uh, goals. But I also learned from him that he mainly focuses on base cards, which is really the most uh, efficient way and reasonable way to be a, uh, a collector. If you want to go for the uh, scarce parallels, that's that's your choice. Uh, 199A and B both had to do with Lou Brown. Did a origin story with Lou. I've known him for many decades. He's a sub-distributor, uh, has had a card shop, a dealer. I'd see him at the shows back in the day. Uh, and so we had a we had a fun uh, catching up on that. I used to see him in Hawaii a lot and at the Nationals. And even did that. That was the first one I thought, you know, we are talking. And I turned on the recorder, but the episode portion was 15 minutes or whatever. And I thought, you know, there was some other good stuff there that was just kind of interesting. So I went ahead and um, put that out as 199B. 199C was a listener question from Ryan uh, just following up on BCCG, I would imagine there's even more confusion still because it's, again, it's it's a little bit of an outlier as far as the uh, card grading services go. And the fact that they're, it's done by the same people that do BCCG, again, when it was conceptualized, made a lot of sense and was a good uh, business, but it, it was confusing to uh, many people and remains to be. Uh, 200 was the recap. Don't uh, recap the recaps. 201, uh, my interview of me by Alan Muir on uh, what the early, uh, well, the, the 1970s were like with some of those early card shows. A lot of fun. Alan's a good, uh, excellent uh, journalist and, and was a very versatile and helpful guy in our company back in the day. And good to see that he's uh, involved again. 202 was the <clears throat> 68 Tops uh, baseball uh, review with Rich. Again, that's uh, Rich is, well, I was his first set. So enough said. If you have any interest in that set, you it's it's a must listen just for Rich's uh, stories about uh, back in the day. 203 was the origin story for Buck Easley. Uh, Buck's uh, had recently sold his property tax appraisal uh, service business, something that I'm a little bit aware of. But again, we both share a love of uh, vintage cards. So we had a good time chatting, getting to know each other. Uh, good, good one for you to listen to as well. 204, I had uh, Tanner Jones on to talk about his uh, player collecting of Jose Canseco. And uh, when I first thought about doing players with uh, having guests, that was the first first thought. And I think I mentioned to Tanner, maybe to you in the episode, but uh, it was a long wait. Uh, I really was trying to get a chance to have uh, Tanner here in person. And after the COVID stuff, it just seemed like I just need to pick up the phone and do the do a Zoom call. And so we we uh, we did his origin story and then the the Conseco, which um, uh, Jose Conseco was the man back in the uh, mid late eighties. 
204 uh, and 20A uh, and B both were uh, listener questions. Some of these uh, shorter weekend ones are, I won't say they're not worth a, a full 15 minute episode, but in some cases it's just, uh, there, there's no reason. I don't, I don't want to feel any pressure to stretch a topic to 15 minutes if five minutes will do or, or, or even less. So. Hopefully you'll appreciate that, that I don't want to waste your time. I want to be efficient. But the USFL uh, sets, the two sets in 84 and 85, are, you still see them. You still see them, uh, you know, boxed up. Uh, and as far as vintage um, cards, you just wonder what happens when, you know, not every card is gradable or, or can get a good grade. And they're still very collectible. And if you're putting together a set from the 50s, it can be uh, 25% of the price. Now, it may be that the uh, investment potential is considered to be not as much, but uh, I also did a, a ripple effect episode that I'll mention a little later with the Joe Davis. And, you know, when the, when the mint prices go up, there, there is a little bit of a pull that pulls up even the excellent and the very good and the good. Uh, 205 was some explanation, at least the way I see it, about grading, that it is a science, but it also is an art. Uh, the, uh, the graders that, that I, uh, have the most knowledge of, uh, some of the outstanding, uh, graders at, uh, at BGS, they, um, you, you, it's just impossible. I mean, we're not going to do a 9.1 or a 9.2. At some point, you've got to uh, say that it's a it's a it's a, it's a 10 or a 9.5 or a 9. But there is some art to it, and uh, equally outstanding graders could come up with slight differences uh, on the same card of of uh, opinion and weighting. That's one of the reasons why the, the report card was a I think a, a really important breakthrough. It, it gave people a chance to see that, yes, this has the characteristics of a 10 card in terms of the centering, but the surface has, is, has the characteristics of an 8. Uh, 206 was the tribute to Jefferson Burdick. That could have been much earlier in the sequence, and yet I uh, had been thinking about this for a while, and I saved it for episode 206. And you know we don't call them T206, we call it T206. And again, that's in deference and homage to Jefferson Burdick, an amazing contributor, pretty selfless contributor. He gave his life for um, the for this his cataloging effort. So again, amazing guy. 207 was the interview with Joe Davis over Zoom uh, with respect to uh, making his card shop safe for uh, customers, visitors, uh, friends to come in. Uh, and that was uh, was interesting. Joe's a really sharp guy. He's really got his uh, hand on the pulse of the hobby. He's ethical. He's uh, he's uh, sensible and sensitive. Uh, but, you know, it's he's still a capitalist. I mean, he's, he's in it for business, uh, among other things, but he certainly doesn't want to be a hindrance to people by having uh, unsafe conditions. So we talked about that. Hopefully there was some helpful stuff for uh, for you, for uh, other uh, LCS owners as well. Uh, 207A was uh, my kind of follow-up after I did that. I thought, you know, some of those same principles, some thoughts about uh, card shows. And I realized I'm just missing card shows, even even local card shows. Now, I'm not eager for them to take place, uh, you know, before it's, before it's time, but... Um, but I'm I'm ready when somebody presents a, a card show that's going to be safe. I'm 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 eager to to get back in the fray. Uh, 208 was the dueling questions with Rich Klein, and Rich was I don't know that he was offended, but he's kind of the guy that I've tested a lot of these concepts on. And so when I did the dueling concepts with some people I didn't know as well uh, that I thought would be a fun way to go back and forth, Rich said, "Hey, I want in. I want some of that." So I, I guess he had saved up questions for uh, I don't know how many years or decades, but he came up with some fresh questions I hadn't heard, and, and hopefully I surprised him with a couple as well. Uh, Two hundred nine was the Mother's Day appreciation, which uh, again I think your mom wants to know you're doing okay, 
And uh, the 10 things I laid out there are some ways that if you listen to those, that would be a way that your mom could look at your life and say, my son, my son turned out okay. Uh, 209, A and B were the weekend episodes, smart goals. I just am always struck by the fact that our, our industry, which is also a hobby, does not exactly fit a lot of the best uh, business theories and wisdom that's out there. Uh, some things just don't, don't fit perfectly. It doesn't mean we should ignore, uh, that uh, conventional wisdom, but you've got to say maybe it doesn't 100% apply with this uh, passionate hobby that we're in. The MVP machine should be good news for everybody. You don't have to read the whole book. It just makes the point that heroes are made, not not uh, not as much born. That uh, we can all aspire to be the best we can be, and sometimes doing uh, non-traditional uh, training methods can give you uh, can give you an edge uh, coming at it, not like everybody else does. Uh, Two ten was Todd Tobias, his origin story. The he's a big AFL guy. We did another episode on that. Uh, the fact that Todd was uh, is, a, is a master's degree in history uh, is was pretty evident. You know, very uh, sharp guy. And it just struck me that back in the day, in the 70s, when I was first getting involved, there were an awful lot of teachers that were in, in the hobby. Whether they were, I was a professor, I was a college teacher, but a lot of high school. And, uh, and basically, I think it helps to be smart <laughs> in this industry. Um, 211 was about the cards. Uh, Stefan and Angela uh, came on. It's the kind of first time I've had a couple on there. That was kind of fun to see their, their marital dynamic, that they're both uh, uh, in this together. And you occasionally see Angela on camera, but more often she is behind the scenes. And we had fun talking about that. 211A was another just, uh, I just thought, you know, before we got started, I think it was before or after, I think it was before uh, we started talking about stuff. I said, you know, this this might be interesting to a few people as well. So uh, I just uh, had the recorder, rec- the recorder going and we uh, we were batting some things around. Uh, 212 was the ripple effect with Joe Davis. Again, it's it's true um, that uh, when when one thing goes up, then people say, well, what does that make? Uh, how does that affect something else? And it, it mainly affects the the veterans, those who have established reputation. Mostly, veterans have an established pecking order. So if uh, you know the best example when Michael Jordan goes up, people think, well, gee, Scottie Pippen, you know, if Michael Jordan doubles, why shouldn't um, uh, Scotty Pippen at least go up a little bit. Uh, 213 was uh, Bob Euchre and Joe Garagiola. Uh, again, if you're, if you're, uh, my age or Rich's age, uh, you'd get a kick out of that. And even if you're not, these are two guys that parlayed modest, uh, excellent athletic, uh, uh talent, just not at the major league level into careers in media. Um, I tribute to George Lyons, 214. Another, my cautionary tale is, you know, if in doubt, go to the funeral. And I still feel bad about that. Uh, even though he was, you know, a thousand miles away. Uh, that's just a way to affirm uh, uh, the, the family of a, of, of a good friend. Uh, 214A and B, the weekend issues from last weekend, uh, the Huggins and Scott catalog. As I said, my collecting interest is different. Uh, that's why I like uh, Huggins and Scott. It's kind of something for everybody. But uh, I actually do the opposite of what uh, what I reported on. What are most people bidding on? What's getting the most bids? Those are typically not the ones that I'm going after. And I'm very much trying to be my, uh, follow the beat of my own drum. Uh, 214B was the, the national convention being rescheduled tentatively. And I'm certainly hoping again, as long as it's going to be safe, that, uh, very hopeful that we will be, uh, uh, coming together in December with a very safe and, uh, prosperous and, and helpful, uh, national sports collectors convention. So John Brogy, uh, I'm, I'm pulling for you. Uh, 215 was the AFL American football league issue with Todd Tobias. Again, it, even if you're not, well, it's, it's part of, uh, hobby history as well as uh, football history, an important part of the growth of uh, of uh, football. And again, I just you know, basketball is coming on strong. Football, many people think it can't be that far far behind. Baseball was king for for decades. Um, Two sixteen was the dueling questions with a woman, and I erroneously said that this was my first interview with a woman. 
Mom, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to forget that I did an interview, a personal interview with you in person on your birthday. And, uh, but Angela was over the phone and that was after, and I guess, I guess Stefan was right there too, but we, we, uh, we dealt with some of those issues, the dueling questions. So it'll be interesting to have questions from uh, a woman who is uh, in the thick of the uh, collecting world. Uh, 217 was the, are you a gambler? You know, the investor uh, issue is, uh, I mean, it's kind of a corollary issue. If you're, if, are, are you a hobbyist? Are you a collector? Are you uh, an investor? But at some point you got to say, am I a gambler? So there's, it's not as simple as a, a yes or no. There are levels of gambling that can be uh, compulsive and uh, and very uh, problematic. So I encourage you. It might be an, an episode you want to pass along to a friend who you think might have that issue. I'm not sure how well that'd be received, but uh, they, they may need to hear it. Uh, 218, the last one here uh, is the 71 Tops Baseball with Rich Klein. Again, he's kind of my go-to guy that's in his wheelhouse. And even though I'm I'm uh, I'm older than Rich. I mean, I remembered collecting it, but I was kind of an adult, and he's going through the, some of these sets, and he was a kid, and now these sets are kind of coming back around in popularity because of uh, design, uh, imitations, and things like that. So, um, a nice group of twenty episodes. I hope you enjoy you enjoyed them. This this is an episode that uh, recaps them in a way that you may want to go back and catch some if you missed them. If you don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. But if you do have certain episodes you like more than others, uh, let me know. I'd like to have something for everybody. I'm not uh, trying to hit everything right down the middle. I want to I spray things around. So thanks, listeners. Appreciate your support. And I will be back again tomorrow with another episode.